What is up Spartans? Batman from TST Gaming here to keep you updated with everything Halo. And today we're going over the top 5 Halo players of all time. But before we get started, please be sure to subscribe for more Halo content. Coming in at number 5, Royal 2. wins events but he also like dominates events he doesn't just like win them he stands out he abused people hardcore he's the true main slayer that everyone references when we're talking about roles he's in halo he's gonna be finding faces see you later who uh, yeah, only 10 points in this big okay. nose no, okay you know, it's almost like a Steph Curry. People can win championships, but like Steph Curry's doing these ridiculous shots, just clutching up. Here's the body shot. Can he finish this one off? Yes, he can. In the meantime, Royal 2 is going wild in ring. I don't think anyone in the history of Halo has had a better KD than him consistently while staying on top. Oh, no. no. Somebody stop this man. No! I'm serious. The kid's plus a hundred or more at every single tournament he plays in. He does it against the best of the best, and he's been doing it for a long time. Royal 2 is a true main slayer, consistently leading the league in output of damage and kills. Royal 2 controls the momentum of every game with his methodical playstyle. It did not take him very long to make a name for himself on the circuit. People knew he's one of the best players, if not like the best Halo Reach player. We knew, you know, he was the real deal. It didn't take very long for him to get that first event win. When you're able to take on the God Squad that Instinct was back then and put on the individual performance he did, it was then and there I knew he was going to be a historical Halo player. This world 2 is actually just spawn killing Aspire right now. Oh, oh my! Oh baby! World 2's coming to play. World 2, thank you! Here comes the push. Two kills here for Royal 2. Makes it three! Royal 2 creating magic here on the pit. They do have a gang trapped in the hole. However, five seconds getting landing. Royal 2 saves the day though! No! Jumping headshot, I can't believe it. Royal 2 and Bite together just became this insane, unstoppable duo. I think it was just a matter of time before they got their chance to have that team they really wanted. You pretty much looked at Royal 2 and that team like they were going to win every single event. Who's going to do it, folks? Counter Logic Gaming! Optic Gaming are your 2017 Halo World Champions. To win the biggest Halo tournament ever, back to back, you see in the gamer tags what it means to Royal Two. Royal Two Million running around on the Xbox Live playlist before the tournament even happened. He definitely dominated that game. He pretty much ran Halo Five. Top snipe, Royal Two. 
Like, I genuinely think he's the most consistent player, like, of all time. You know what you're getting. And Royal 2 is getting the job done. Make that an overkill with the... He is one that's able to consistently take it to another level. I haven't seen somebody who has smooth and consistent aim, but also be a complete and utter basket case. I got holy oh shit! You just watch that guy snipe for a few minutes and it's not hard to tell that it's something special. When you think of like the best snipers to ever play Halo, I don't know if I'd put anyone above Royal 2. The fact that he can do it just as good with this pistol than he can the snipe. No! Royal 2. People talk about my shot and stuff like that, but like you cannot replicate the way he aims. It's actually insane. An integral member of the reigning Halo dynasty, Royal 2 has claimed more than 10 major event victories, back-to-back -back world championships, and well over half a million dollars in prize money. You have a guy on your team in Royal 2 that the entire other team has to strategize around. They have to game plan around because he is that much of a problem. They always played around him. It's almost like in chess, having a queen placed perfectly near the middle of the board and all the other pieces are able to move freely because of how much pressure this one piece is. And that's Royal 2. If I'm putting together a team, Royal 2's my first pick. He brings an unbelievable amount of individual skill. Nobody wants to play against him and everyone is concerned when he has a sniper in his hands. It's almost too late at that point. He wants to be the most dominant player of all time. This kid is absolutely insane. Of course, our only Canadian player here competing in the league. And oh my god, Tom. Royal 2 is going to be remembered like a Steph Curry. He's going to be remembered as the best shot in Halo history. Clutch had this to say about him. Royal 2 is the greatest slayer and sniper in the history of Halo. In my opinion, Royal 2 has the most individual skill of any player I've ever seen. He is the most positive player in Halo tournament history, and I don't see that record going anywhere anytime soon. Royal 2 has 14 land wins, has won over $647,000 in total prize money, has 36 top 8 finishes, he's attended 41 events, averaging 3rd place. His first pro placing was in MLG Raleigh in 2010 when he hit top 16. He's been a pro for over 11 years. His real name is Matthew Fiorante from Regina, Saskatchewan, California. He's currently in active status and notable teams that he's been a part of was Status Quo back in 2012, CLG in 14, Optic slash Talks in 16, and Sentinels in 20. His accolades include two times world champion, voted as Halo 5's best magnum, multi-Halo champion, Halo Pro for 10 plus years. Pro Halo titles he's competed in include Halo Reach, 4, 2 Anniversary, and 5 Guardian. Coming in at number 4, Pistola.
Locking down the map, giving FB very good map control here. Taking a look at the clock here, the Rockets on the floor. Pistola's gonna pick those up. They wanna finish this one strong, 3-0. It's like Pistola's Master Chief runs faster than everyone. Me and Chris just made eye contact and said, wow, how did he escape that? He runs faster than everyone else. Uh, he takes more bullets as well. I don't know, he might have more health. Pistola quickly became the wizard because the things that he was able to do didn't really seem possible. Once they had control of both snipes, though, I feel like they're being a bit more wise with the power weapons. Pistola's just dominating. He's an absolute freak of a Halo player. And when you think of like a wizard, you think someone who has like magical powers does things that normal human beings can't do. So when you watched him, you always felt a little excited. Something special is going to happen. DMR, great job. A little Ooh. bit of splash damage there, and now he is rewarded with it. Oh, so many times where he's produced these moments where you're just like, how the hell did he do that? But let's run that back. Let's watch that again. Pistola, one of the nastiest players on Foundry Match. I was just getting ready to say, he's so sneaky that he worked out so well for this. Look at this, picking up the triple. He's feeling it right now. Very impressive opening game, similar to what we saw from the likes of Lux, from the likes of Tox, and I think this is a team we have to be talking about as potential winners. Pistola gets the overkill as well. For the combo? Oh, he's feeling it. Oh, no. Here comes the Olachan. He is so devastating when he has the match. Oh, and he's going to air back up. Grab that DMR. Pistola, he was a freak of nature. I felt like it was only a matter of time before he was going to win championships, and I was kind of surprised to see how quickly you had veterans of the team adopting him and bringing him onto their squad. He's the best one on this team. Okay, we're going to talk him out of this team, and we're going to pick him up on our team. We had to pick him up. We had to. And it is officially over. Final boss standing up and celebrating. Final boss here, 2010 MLG National Champions. He comes into the scene in 2007 as this like FFA wizard. This little kid who is gonna beat you up in free for all. And every single event, he seemed to get better and better. Let's be careful here. He's with Ola. There's one for Ola. Royal 2 versus Ola. Royal 2 gets taken down by Ola. Pistola's elusive playstyle and outgoing personality have made him a favorite among fans and pros. Already a legend, he continues to define his legacy heading into his 15th year of competition. When you just watch his perspective, you understand why that team is winning and what is going on. You're just like, wow, Pistola did a, a hell of a lot with that last life. Oda's gonna be the last player alive here on the Snipe Tower. He manages to pick up a double. He takes down two out of eight players and manages to stay alive. What is he doing? Oh, Iola! Without a shield, he would totally out-BR, out-shoot someone with full shield. He would just somehow always survive and walk away with multi-kills. Anyone got the return yet? No, not yet. Eco's there. What a clutch. That's all Every time that you get a kill on Pistola, you've earned it. He will tuck his head. He will run away. He will jump around. I remember watching and just being like, God, I need to play like that more. Pistola, though, manages to stay alive long enough to cap the flag. Pistola! Not only that, keeps himself alive. If you go back and watch your screen on VOD, 
is absolutely ridiculous. How do you play so smart? You seem to always put up most kills and least deaths for your team. He oh. hits the sniper the killing frenzy! Triple, it's her way as well. Sanctuary, this may be the fastest. Check out, I got your pistol. A triple kill, extermination, killing frenzy. 11 kills in a row. The crowd is This looks like it's going to be it. As the birthday boy is going to put in the fifth and final flag cap. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You have your 2011 national champions in sync. Pistola has just joined an elite category. He won two national championships in a row. In fact, congratulations, members of Instinct. With an illustrious career dating back to 2007, Pistola has recorded over 20 major event wins across five different Halo titles, including national championships in Halo 3 and Halo Reach. Everything just kind of fell into place. Sweeping the rest of the season, winning three in a row, winning the national championship. One of those reasons was because we had Pistol on our team, hands down. We were in the finals against Instinct during a pit CTF game, and he was just like making his way towards their flag, no scoping everyone in his path. Every single game, you have chances for incredible highlight reels to emerge. And generally speaking, they do. The sniper, but over and over again, you put the players from team, oh my gosh! It's usually the smallest guy on the team playing on, and then you see him go off. You get really excited, it's just like, it was infectious. Most people, when you put them on that stage, they crumble. Pistola always rose to the occasion. Pressure's always there, and if it, it's the kind of the fun part about it. It's exciting. Pistola, he was never motivated by money. He was never motivated by fame. Pistola wanted to be the best player in the room. I think he's the best Halo player to ever pick up a controller. I've been doing this for so long, you know? Obviously, when you've been doing something this long, you always have, you know, there's there's a certain point when you start having doubts about, like, you know, when when's my time? When's it up? But I guess it's not yet. Do you guys have anything to say about that? I cannot agree more. Please, don't retire anytime soon. I love it. Bravo had this to say about him. Pistola has adopted the nickname The Wizard, but he's more of a freak of nature. His ability to control his movement, outshoot anyone in any situation, and always make the right play is outrageous. He is, and will always be, one of the most individually skilled players of all time. The next quote came from Clutch. From when he came onto the scene with his dominance in FFA to being a centerpiece in two of the greatest dynasties in the history of Halo, Pistola has solidified his place amongst the GOATs. The crazy thing is, he's still building his legacy. Pistola has won 20 lands, has earned over $384,000 in total prize money, has 57 top 8 finishes, he's attended 68 events averaging 4th place. His first pro placing was in MLG Las Vegas in 2007 when he made top 16. He's been a pro for over 13 years. His real name is Justin Deese from West Columbia, South Carolina. He's in active status. Notable teams he's been a part of has been Triggers Down in 2009, Final Boss in 10, Instinct in 11, and Envy in 2015. Accolades include MLG National Champion, 
Major event wins in five Halo titles. Halo 2 FFA champion. Halo Pro for 10 plus years. He's competed in Halo 2, 3, Reach, 4, 2 Anniversary, and 5 Guardians. And in third place, we have Snakebite. about every situation it's almost like it's picture perfect as everything's unfolding i know that he is like thinking 50 steps ahead and it doesn't matter the game h5 h3 the dude is 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 unreal he's not afraid like at any point in the game he's that guy to just walk at you onto these mentality esports guys fantastic shots coming in from snakebite as well should get another easy double here last players on the fountain on the pyramid sorry smartly backs down though doesn't give that away but now Put him on his back. 20 seconds on the clock here. Counting one oh, headshot there. Hey. Whoa. Oh, that's going to be the killing spree. Double kill. Looking for another nastiness oh. from the captain. Not only is he one of the most disgusting players in the game, but you know your team is going to be prepared. The leadership. That was always the thing that stood out for a snake bite for me. It was about how he managed to always rally the troops. He always had a plan. Every day we get on to practice. It's just being committed to winning, and uh, winning is everything. Just from watching him on stage, you know, listening in on their team communications, post and pre-game interviews, it's not hard to tell what he brings to the table. He's always getting the guys ready for practice. He's always going over strategies, reviewing film with them, going over what could have been improved on. He's a great leader. When you're able to do that as a captain, it adds so much more pressure on your back and he somehow shoulders it brilliantly every single time no one's been an in-game leader like snakebite he's really good at making the best of a worse situation he really has that mindset where the game is never over if they go up 2-0 like it doesn't matter like as long as we extend the game out and we play the game 10 12 minutes like we're gonna be able to come back and we're gonna be able to win it vengeance obviously last time at the halo world championship 2016 he got slapped around when he was on evil this guy is so like just lose like he's always just fighting back i remember playing him in constellation there's snakebite going hard as shit just stomping me into the ground snakebite does not like losing and it shows into the distance takes down reliable hits the double there for the killing spring two brs locate themselves onto him aries gets taken down again and a running riot for snakebite 15 in a row this man is i'm very appreciative to have him on my team I know there's a lot of players that don't that don't take it how he does as serious and just it's nice to be able to trust the commitment. 
he doesn't break character it's not something that he just pretends to be it's a consistent 24 7 job to him the creator and leader of a modern day dynasty snakebite and his team have claimed their spot among the halo greats with back-to-back -back world championship victories in 2016 and 2017 and an unmatched dominance that continues to this day it's just impressive it truly is at that point CLG, Optic, Tox, now Sentinels, they, they could do whatever they want and they would find success. It was ridiculous. You have the great players in Frosty, Roll2, Lethal, I mean, absolute legends of the game. But consistency, that comes with the mindset and the tone that Snakebite set from day one. He's seen these situations hundreds of times and he's able to make the calls that'll win his team the game. He's the most crucial piece to me. Snakebite and Royal 2 have been doing the same exact thing. Like, they're easily the best duo of all time, like, the best slayers for a while now. And so, like, they've been doing this consistently. They're going to consistently be at the top. For Snakebite to become the greatest of all time, he just has to continue what he's doing. Putting in the hard work and dominating. Snakebite is a natural-born leader who brings the perfect mix of consistency, playmaking, shot skill, and the ability to read situations perfectly. He is a fierce competitor who hates losing and rarely does, says Bravo. Snakebite has won 17 lands, has won over $659,000, has 46 top 8 finishes, has attended 56 events, averaging 5th place. He made the top 12 list in his very first pro placing at MLG Dallas in 2009. He's been a pro for over 12 years. His real name is Paul Duarte from Barnegat Township, New Jersey. He's in active status. Played with the Warriors in 2010 and in 2014 moved to CLG, then Optic slash Talks in 16 and Sentinels in 20. Accolades include two times world champion, multi-Halo champion, Halo pro for 10 plus years. Placed within top three since 2015. Has competed in Halo 3, Reach, 4, 2 Anniversary, and 5 Guardians. In second place, we have Lethal. Kids are coming out of the woodworks and they're so skilled. Even these like young kids that are coming out of nowhere, they're still not being able to beat lethal. Make this flag a little bit easier to run for Snakebite, but Snakebite was taken down, but it doesn't matter when you end up getting over lethal. Esports just being around for so long, it just gets harder and harder as the time goes on and lethal has somehow found a way to like literally be on top for the past like 10 years. I just value competitions nowadays a little bit higher. 
he was winning before and he's still continuing to do it and play at the highest level is a testament to how good he is. Every generation sort of has their players. Like at first it was Ogre 2. Then it sort of became the Roy and Lunchbox show. It's turned into, I think, the Lethal show. Lethal has a burning desire to succeed. He wants to be the best. Very quickly, we are going to be saying that Lethal is the greatest Halo player of all time. His accolades speak for themselves, but the longevity that he's been at the top and dominated across multiple games cannot be contested. We are still tied up, two to do. When that time runs out, it'll be a full replay, but Lethal's got an overshield. And now Tox Gaming are pushing in, and this could be the game if Lethal keeps doing this! There's going to be another one as well, and he's going to get the melee double kill on there. And Lethal putting on a show, and he's oh, going to get the, the triple kill as well. Lethal on a tear, oh, and kills his teammate. teammate just because he can! With tournament victories in multiple Halo titles, including 10 event wins and two world championships in Halo 5, Lethal is the undisputed king of modern era Halo. When it comes to Lethal, what comes to mind is probably perfect Halo. He's insane mechanically. You expect him to get his hands dirty every single game. He was somebody that can change the outcome of a tournament. Somehow, Lethal has got round the corner. Tox Gaming tie the game in the last second. 2016, Counterlogic Gaming versus the heart of Europe. They had three dead and they were running flag. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Look at this. You've got Buck controlling the spawn over here, but they spawned over on the pink side of the map. They did not block the pink spawn right there. I would have loved to see and the Le run. Triple I would have loved and to this day, I don't know how. Not only because of the fact that it was Lethal doing something unbelievable in-game, but also because it broke so many hearts <laughs> of people who were rooting against him. And I think that's always been something that TJ has, has thrived off as well. What's your record against him all time? I gotta ask you. Uh, I remember playing him a couple of times. I think I'm 2-0, so... He, he didn't stick around much after that. I beat him, I beat him down pretty bad, and then he just kind of got out of here. A familiar face in the Grand Finals, Lethal has finished top three or better in every major Halo event since 2014. If you have to look at accomplishments, being a two-time world champion has to be it. World champions of 2016! That's the best word to describe it, a dominant performance here. In 2016, they walked away with $1 million. Then, fast forward a year later, 2017, another big world championship, they won again, 4-0. It's one thing to like scrape by and win a tournament, it's another thing to just be dominant the entire time. Back to back, Kyle, they have done it. That has to be one of the greatest accomplishments. We've had three world championships, they won two of them. Come on. There is no world that he does not overperform in Infinite as well. Have done it. Back on top. 
And you could make the argument now at this point in time that he is one of the most winning and greatest Halo players of all time. Tox Gaming will win 50 to 49. I don't know if he'll win the audience over, but players will look at Lethal Life. Yeah, he might be one of the best to ever do it. They are the greatest Halo players of all time. I give Lethal the greatest player of all time. Like accolades, obviously, I think he has it. And longevity, I think he has it. Lethal's legacy will be, in my opinion, the greatest Halo player of all time. And even though you may not want to admit it, TJ Campbell is the future of Halo, and the man is too damn good to pass up as one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. Mark my words. I'll fight people. Richie Hines had this to say about Lethal. While Lethal may not have the longevity of some other top players, he took every team that he joined and elevated them from great teams to virtually unbeatable teams. There isn't any other player over him that I would rather take on my team. Lethal is a no-bullshit Halo player who gets the job done regardless of situation or opponent. His ability to make the right play in nearly every situation has led to major tournament success across multiple titles. Clutch said this, I could talk about the accolades, championships, money, or longevity of his career, but I don't think that does him justice. What sticks out to me has been his growth as a player, his transition from being unbelievably individually skilled to understanding how to play efficient Halo at the highest level across multiple titles. His mentality and work ethic are unmatched. No one has put in more time into perfecting their craft than Lethal. With 22 land wins, winning over $668,000, 44 top 8 finishes, Having attended 48 events and averaging third place, his first pro placing was in MLG Dallas 2011 when he placed second. He's been 10 years as a pro. Tony Campbell is his real name from Midland, Michigan. He's currently in active status. Notable teams is Evil Geniuses in 2014, CLG in 16, Optic slash Tox in 16, and Sentinels in 20. His accolades include two times world champion, multi-Halo champion with four titles, Halo Pro for 10 plus years, and X Games silver medal. He's competed in Halo Reach, Halo 4, Halo 2 Anniversary, and Halo 5 Guardians. And finally, coming in first for the Halo Top 25 Greatest Players of All Time is Ogre 2. I heard about this Ogre practice noob squad. I was like, what is an OPN? What, what is that? Found out pretty quickly that there were these two brothers who were ridiculous at the game, like untouchable, so good that they basically had a squad of semi-pros or aspiring pros that they would just demolish as practice. It's like hearing about a pitcher who can throw 105 miles per hour. It's just like this legendary, is, is it real is the first question. Turned out it was real. And there is Ogre 2, final boss going with all kinds of momentum. And Scott, Ogre 2 just played that perfectly. I mean, this kid is basically the definition of an all-star. It's Ogre 2 once again. This time, it's just nasty. Final boss trapped in blue base. Ogre 2 getting charged. He wins that battle against his one spots. And here we go, Ogre 2 gets it. Ogre 2 is the greatest console esports player to ever play any game, period. 
You're talking about the epitome of a true legend. You look at the body of work, every scenario you would want, he's got it. But here comes Ogre 2 on a perfect flank behind both players. And there's Ogre 2, the veteran, stepping up the crowd going crazy. I would stack his career and achievements against pretty much anybody's. The guy placed top two at 40 events in a row. An absolutely insane streak. And I think that is the best way to describe just how dominant Ogre 2 was. There never felt like there was a year that Ogre 2 lost a step. The man continued playing deeper than almost everyone else in Halo history. This guy was just a monster. I'm a god! Holy sh Ogre 2 is the winningest player in Halo history with five national championship victories across four Halo titles and multiple season MVP awards. Ogre 2 stands atop the pack as the greatest of all time. You know, the story of Halo 1 ultimately was about how incredible the Ogre Twins are. You didn't have Xbox Live, but you heard all these whispers about these Titans known as the Ogres. You're just like, wait, what? How good are they? I haven't really seen footage. Like, I can't go on YouTube and watch them play. Immediately made aware of the fact that they were on a different plane. So much so that there was speculation about how these guys have ESP, they can communicate without talking, they can read each other's minds. They ran the circuit at all of our local events. They heard about an event in Texas, flew out, dominated the 2v2. Not only were they better than everyone in Pickerington, Ohio, they were better than everyone else in the United States. They had mastered the game at a very early level. They were playing the game in 2006 as we were still trying to figure out what Halo 2 was. Sword and Sniper and Cocky goes down trying to jump up. You come up learning about these legends' final boss. That's an intimidating name to go against because you know that these guys are the final boss of every single tournament. Final boss is your 2007 MLG Pro Circuit champion. The period of time where Ogre 2 was a dominant force is just incredible. To transition through all three of those games and to be just a world beater, we didn't see it a lot. He was dominant in Halo 1, his Halo 2 career was even better, and he went on to continue winning in future Halos after. Instinct takes all of this! It's just unheard of. It's, just, it's, it's something you can't even wrap your mind around, right? You're talking about a decade of winning. Time and time again, it was the familiarity with the maps. It was movement. It was vision. The double as Pistol is going for a third kill in the sword, and it's going to Ogre Two. There's his triple. Every single pro player on the planet thought this was the best player in the game. And then he cleans up his own kill on SK extermination, returning his flag. He didn't need the power ups to shine, but if you ever gave him a power up, he wouldn't miss a bullet. You're going against Ogre Two on the main stage, and you hear four down. It would pierce me. I'd be like, damn. Once Tom starts yelling, you know he is at the top of his game, and there's almost nothing you can do to stop him. I've seen really good players in lots of games, but that level, that gap, I haven't seen it again. And it is officially over. Final boss here, 2010 MLG National Champions. Ogre 2 doesn't even realize what he just did. Final boss going down as the only Halo 3 dynasty. And there you see the score. Ogre 2's unprecedented 14-year career and 40 land victories set the bar for future pros. A true pioneer of gaming and a master of the fundamentals of Halo, Ogre 2 has left a lasting impact on esports forever.
the term legendary, you know, we throw it around a bunch. I'd like to throw it around. Ogre 2 is that word. How much he inspired people. How much he dominated. I think he was a trailblazer. Ogre 2 will be remembered as the greatest Halo player that ever lived. You just won four national championships. You're the winningest player in Halo 3 and the winningest player in Halo. You are the man here. You're the best. Their legend had grown so much over the years. Some of the biggest creators and influencers out there today idolized Ogre 2. They aspired to be on a team with him or, or just to have interactions with him. When I was growing up, it's sort of like, all right, like there's a, a boxer or a fatality. And, you know, I think to a generation, there was an Ogre 2. There are kids who grew up idolizing him who played Valorant professionally. Kids who grew up idolizing him who played Call of Duty professionally. The impact, it's like throwing a pebble in the middle of a pond. That ring is still expanding and growing, still impacting esports. And that's timeless, that's, just, that's not gonna go away. I think the Ogres were some of the first to pave the way and prove that that route would become something that was not only very real, but something that would become very special for a lot of people. You know, if you're going to tell the story of professional Halo, he's got a big chunk of that story that he owns that everybody should know. He's on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> he's one of the four faces I put up there. I think he's going to go down in history as the greatest console player of all time. If you look at his tournaments that he attended and the success that he was able to accomplish in that time period, there's no one who is ever going to have a career like his. He was yelling at Ace's older brother, Elamite, earlier. Now he's yelling at Ace. Ogre 2 forcing players to back down, playing with all kinds of confidence here. Yeah, that's a scary Ogre 2. I've gone against an Ogre 2 like that in the 2007 championship. We both have. And we didn't take a game from him. The, he is terrifying when he has confidence. Like this. Ogre 2 has 40 land wins, has won over $290,000 in total prize money, has 70 top 8 finishes, has attended 75 events, averaging 2nd place, his first pro placing was in the Halo 50K in 2003 when he made the top four. Spent 14 years as a pro. Real name is Tom Ryan from Pickerington, Ohio. Retired in 2017. Notable teams he was a part of was Shoot to Kill in 05, Final Boss in 06, Instinct in 2011, and CLG in 14. Accolades include most Halo land wins with 40, five times MLG national champion, multi-Halo champion between five titles, 40 consecutive top two land finishes. Pro Halo titles include Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo Reach, Halo 2 Anniversary, and Halo 5 Guardians. And this concludes our three-part series, Top 25 Greatest Players of All Time. Please let us know in the comments below which of these top 25 players is your favorite. And that's all we have for today. If you did enjoy this video, please like and subscribe. Thank you for watching TST Gaming. And until next time, just play.